Hi, welcome to Azubra's Diary, where we unpack life experiences, life's... <laughs> Hi, welcome to Azubra's Diary, where we unpack life's experiences to laugh and learn. I'm your lovely, gracious host, Ed Batiz. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm laughing right now. Alright, hear me out. So, like, I, um, I don't know if you guys know this. I just set my mic. Uh, I still live with my parents. And because of that, I can't, I don't have the luxury of speaking loudly in a, in a, in a late night setting. And because I choose to record these episodes so late at night, well, I can't do the, I, I, I can't do the full speaking voice. Um, because then my parents are going to get mad because I'm being loud. Also because I share a wall with their bathroom. Um, and, and it's a, it's a thin wall. Let me tell you, not, not that they could hear anything else nefarious going on in my room. Obviously there would be nothing nefarious going on in my room because I am of course a child of God and, and Allah and Vishnu and Siva and all the big dogs. Honestly, I am a paragon of what a child should be. Anyways, fellas, let me tell you something. I had it. I had it in my grasp. It was going to happen. I had the guest but guess what happened you know what i had a guest uh come over to the show he came over my friend good friend of mine came over for super 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 good friend of mine came over for super bowl sunday as you know friends do um actually no i have a i have a funny story to tell about that but i'll talk about it later when we're talking life um and i was like hey do you want to be on the guest uh guest on the podcast and he was like hell yeah so then we recorded the episode and about 40 minutes into recording the software just broke because this the 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 C drive was full. Now I don't know what the C drive is, and Google wouldn't give me a simple answer. So I guess uh, I we we just went too hard in the paint, and then it broke the recording software, and I lost literally everything. So uh, I I I just now now we're here uh, a week later, and hey, at least I delivered. But no, it happened, guys. I swear to God, I just need to find something that can handle all the sauce. Of a guest episode because like obviously a guest episode is going to be longer and I, I confirmed it um, but turns out it was too long. That's not what she said. Okay anyways we have to start this entry off like we start off every other entry with some awesome news. The segment where I present you lovely listeners and what would what what. What would, would be my guess with some awesome news that we will definitely have time to unpack and really decipher and learn from. Guys, awesome news. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, we're going to see if I can compact this. Guys, awesome news. Maybe not as much awesome news. Geopolitical tensions between the United States and China have dampened the market mood as gold... The gold price has slipped to near $1,837.90 after it delivered a downside break of the consolidation formed in the narrow range of around $1,844 in the Asian session. Now, of course, it, what this means is that investors should brace for the sheer volatility of gold, of gold price as the equity markets in the United States uh, are obviously going to remain closed on uh, President's Day as equity markets um, do. But on the other new, on the other hand, the U.S. dollar index has scaled above 103.7 
Um, but investors are getting nervous that the higher than anticipated uh, consumer price index and producers price index and monthly retail sales data have triggered the risk of a revival in the inflationary uh, pressures, obviously, which are triggered in the event that the dollar index scales above a certain <laughs> scales above a certain price um now obviously do we have time to unpack this in this episode i don't even have to finish i don't even have to finish the joke absolutely not i had a stroke trying to read this article and i'm sure someone that actually understands uh stock vocabulary can definitely try and piece together what i mean to say this sad, that sucks. This whole segment is supposed to be me finding overly complicated news articles and then explain and then like recapping them. Like we're about to talk about it. Like we understand what's happening, but this was too much. Also, maybe it's the fact that I just like completely pulled this out of my ass last minute and I just looked up geopolitical news and then just found this. I'm sure I could have probably, if I put more effort into it and didn't half as this, then I'm sure I could have put more effort. Anyways. What was the punchline? Oh yeah, do we have time to re- do we have time to unpack this and fully decipher what this means on a larger geopolitical scale? Fucking no, 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 we don't. I don't even know what relative strength index means. The precious metal. Okay, the gold price has comfortably shifted its business above the fifty period exponential moving average, which indicates that the short term trend is bullish. What what does bullish mean? Okay, we're going to the keyboard now. Bullish definition, as in like bullshit? Bullish, resembling a bull. That is not, the the stock is, oh, cause bull market, yeah. Okay, bull market, bear market, yeah. I still don't know what that means. Anyways, we'll move on to the second favorite segment that everybody has in this entry. Guys, pop talk, there is some meat to talk about here. That sounds odd. Not meat as in, Man, this has been great. I'm having a great time right now. My throat hurts. Anyways, a couple of things. Um, I guess Dua Lipa is coming out with a new album, her third album so far. Uh, I love how Music News describes her as the levitating singer. Um, wasn't there a whole scandal with... Or no, was that Demi Lovato? No, what was the whole scandal with... Um... No, it was Dua Lipa. It was Dua Lipa, her song Levitating was copying another song. And then there was a whole kerfluffle about that. And then Miley Cyrus releases Flowers. And I guess now we have a new kerfluffle. But her third album, uh, there is some risk that it could leak online. Because there, uh, over the past month or so, there's like countless demos and rejected songs that Dua has worked on or has uh, you know processed through um, her, her creating the album that have appeared online. And I guess leaking music albums like their video games uh is a big thing in the music world i did not know that until i um dip my toes in the playboy cardi world where they'll like they'll post leaks of a video taken from a room that was two rooms over of a recording studio that was playing a beat that was supposedly uh, a beat that Cardi had worked on, and I, it's like a big thing, and they're like, oh my god, his new song. I don't know. I guess they care a lot about the songs, but uh, I guess leaking new albums is apparently a thing that happens and that people have to worry about. I don't even know that was a thing. Like, y'all leak albums. It, it does remind me, though, that I just 
tugged my headphones. This is going great. Uh, there was a War Thunder. So War Thunder, which is a game, which is a, a really highly realistic, highly realistic. Um, it's a game. It's a military simulator game. You you, you fly jets and you play pilot tanks. It's like World of Tanks or it's like uh, World of Tanks, World of Airships. I don't know. Any other game. Anyways, War Thunder. Uh, and they were leaking new content for the game. And in, by leaking new content for the game, they un they revealed classified military documents, trying to find out what new plane was gonna come out or what new here. Let me let me actually look up this story. This is much more entertaining than the gold prices falling. Uh, okay, let's see. What is it called? War Thunder leaked documents. What was this about? What documents were military documents relating to the F sixteen fighter jet were shared. F6, did I say that correctly? F-16 fighter jet were shared by a player attempting to win an argument. So, like, uh, it, it, <laughs> so, War Thunder, so it's an MMO combat game, and it's obviously based around the, the realism of behind, like, you know, jets and planes and anything aerial. And there are obviously system manuals behind airplanes and planes, and the system manuals... For an F-15E U.S. strike fighter plane, were leaked. These are these were classified documents about a U.S. fighter plane, and they were leaked because a War Thunder player was trying to win an argument about what plane was about to come out next in the game, and people and were saying, and I quote: "War Thunder is a video game. Stop committing federal crimes over internet arguments about it." Honestly. That is, I I would I value that kind of commitment. Leaking albums, okay, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, finding, leaking, trying to find a, a 140p video of a beat two rooms over uh, that you say is going to be Cardi's new beat. Honestly, compared to committing a federal crime to win an argument about which plane is about to come out or how a plane is going to work in a video game, kind of trumps that and i really think that the music industry and uh music music musical leakers should i call it like that musical leakers should really step up their game uh on the other hand on the other hand on another part of this news uh 50 cent who dropped his last studio album animal ambition way back in 2014 is con is contemplating making new music um he was he was asked if he missed being in the recording studio and he said that he would be writing again if it aligned, if he had an idea that would align with his other media projects. Because he said that, like, he's 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 done it all at this point. He's he's sold over thirty five million records. He's sold out stadiums in Europe, in the United States, in Asia. At this point, there's not a lot left to kind of achieve, and there's not a lot. There's not like much hungry hunger in him yet. But if it does. If he does find something that like he wants to integrate into everything that he wants, he wants to make a new hit or make a new classic hit, um, that he will be recording again. And I personally am excited. Am I the one guy who like, like last minute just learned the chorus of in the club so I could actually just wrap it along and not look stupid in front of all my friends? Yeah, I was that guy. But you know what? I can still, even though I can't remember any of his lyrics because I suck at remembering musical lyrics, I can still appreciate his music. That he has confirmed though that he's developing a t TV series inspired by Eminem's film in twenty in two thousand two, uh, Eight Mile. So we're gonna see how that turns out because if we have an Eight Mile style movie featuring Fifty Cent, 
Um, that includes some freestyling. I will definitely be watching that because that sounds dope as fuck. Thirdly, I didn't know this until now. This is probably something everyone has learned. God, I'm sweating. I need to turn my fan on, but I don't want it to bother the microphone. Because listen, here at Azuma's Diary, we don't want we don't want background noise. We're in it to win it. That was fucking stupid. Apparently, Melissa McCarthy is Ursula in the live action Little Mermaid. I I did I did not know this until today. But apparently, this article was posted in 2015. It was the the new the new trailer that came out uh, where it was Holly Bailey singing a "Part of Your World." Well, she's like in the sea and she's messing with the puffer, puffer fish. And then there's a shot of her and the prince in the boat, which I assume during the number, you know, kiss the girl. Banger number. Apparently, Melissa McCarthy plays Ursula. And I'm not really sure how I'm going to cope with that because, all right, this is a well-known fact. Melissa McCarthy is everyone's mom's favorite actor next to like a couple of other ones. She is like the source of many cackles over many movies. Your mom's like, hey, we're going to watch this movie, family, family movie night. It's really funny. The t- chances that Melissa McCarthy is in that movie is 10 to 0. And, I mean, all the way back in 2019, when she was, she was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and there were, like, rumors that she would have a role in Disney, and she kind of just she kind of just winked and said, we'll see. So the fact that she is playing Ursula is definitely going to give me emotional whiplash because, like, she's not just being Melissa McCarthy. She has to actually act. And I don't mean this in an accusatory way or in a mean way or a judgmental way or saying that Melissa McCarthy can't act. I just mean in all the movies I've seen her in, and by that I mean all the movies my mother has forced me to watch and that she thought were absolutely hilarious, have had just Melissa McCarthy being Melissa McCarthy. So... I, I, I don't know how she's going to cope. Because, like, is she really going to be like, hey, we're going to watch this movie. It's really funny. But it's just a live-action Little Mermaid? Like, is that is that going to break her logic? Because it's Melissa McCarthy, but she's Ursula. I don't know. It's incredibly odd. On a bit more serious note, though, this is something that has kind of recently surfaced. But it's more talking about the aftershocks of the reveal. Um, Bruce Willis, action star from Pulp Fiction and most well-known in Die Hard has been diagnosed with frontal temporal dementia. Now, the he did he did retire. Um, he retired at sixty seven from aphasia, which uh, made it hard for him to speak and understand others. But over the course of a couple of months, he did get a diagnosis of frontal temporal dementia, which is basically uh, dementia that attacks the frontal lobe and the temporal lobe of the brain. Which it's. I mean, it's 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 dementia. I'll put a link in the description of this podcast for you to learn more uh, about the condition. But the the average life expectancy after a diagnosis is about seven to thirteen years. So the support though was overwhelming, and and a lot of people uh, like his daughters have come out and said that I think the diagnosis was for the better, obviously, because now they know exactly what's plaguing him, and we know what is debilitating him, and now we know what the problem is. So. I guess the best we can do is just offer our support and and appreciate him uh, even more so uh, after his passing. Because it's going to be weird, man. It It is weird living in a world where famous actors like that that have been absolute icons in an industry are starting to, you know, degrade over time. And there was a, there was a big thing, too, with Chris Hemsworth and the show that he did with Netflix. Uh, was it Push Your Limits? I don't know. I don't know the names of any of these shows. But in a show with Netflix, he had a diagnosis done that he has a severely higher case 
their chance of having dementia. So I think to see a big name actor like Bruce Willis be actually diagnosed kind of makes me a lot more nervous for Chris Hemsworth. Obviously, it's not guaranteed, but it's, it's, it's hereditary and it's genetic. And diseases that are built into your blood and built into your genes are horrible. And nobody should have to suffer through them. But sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. So it is going to be odd, you know, knowing, seeing all the memes and him being such, uh, like having such a mark on the industry that in every, every satirical movie, there's a reference to him crawling through a vent. It's going to be odd because we live in a world that has, is already set in stone. Everything is already made. The actors, the famous actors are already famous. The corporations already are, are corporate and own pretty much anything. The fast food chains are already well known. There's not a lot of change that happens. Positive change, yeah, but nothing negative. McDonald's isn't gonna McDonald's isn't gonna go out of business for probably at least another century unless we blow ourselves up. Uh, Nestle is gonna keep being Nestle and producing chocolate. Snickers is still gonna be in store aisles, and. Quick Trip is still going to continue to be the best gas station on the road. Literally fight me. And because there's such security and there's no variability in how things are, because after the 19th, late 19th century, early 20th century, when we started to kind of get our footing uh, in how society in the United States especially was going was gonna to work, once we started to get our footing, the new things that would now become old became the dominant things. And uh, how do I say this? As we began to get our footing, people who didn't jump in on it early and people who didn't jump in on making an influence and having an impact in society early found it, found it a lot harder to make a change and to make an impact and to make a name for yourself. McDonald's was what, found 70 years ago and it's still going strong. Uh, I know Macy's has been around for over 100 years. Disney has been around for 100 now. And now it's hard for big corporations or smaller corporations or even smaller, it's like smaller businesses to make a name for themselves because they, it all started small. And then it grew exponentially because we were in a period of growth and of consumption and of making things bigger and making things better and oh, your neighbor has a has a F one fit not F one fifty I'm stupid a Model T you should get a Model T and this look at this you can look at this big tractor you could buy it on credit. All of those producers started small, and now they own everything, and now it's a lot harder to get in on industries that have an influence and that have a, and that make a change and that get in front of your face. So to see something like that change. It's a big shock to me, and it's very odd because it reminds everyone that, yes, these things can change. We still live in a tumultuous world based on variability, and things that are deemed normal and things that are deemed set in stone are never set in stone. And things could change tomorrow as much as much as the next day, and the day after that, and the day after that. Tomorrow only lives in our head and our imagination. And is that kind of scary? Yeah, a little bit. But that's when we just have to take it day by day. Obviously, be prepared for what tomorrow could bring. But don't assume that tomorrow was set in stone because, who knows, another action star might get diagnosed with dementia, and that's really sad. Sorry, was that insensitive? That wasn't meant to be a joke. Was it a joke? I don't know. Oh my god, guys, you know what it is? It's time for Ask a Teen, the segment where you lovely listeners send me in your questions, and I, as a Zoomer, and my, my guest, who would also be a part of a different... Age, an age category, uh, we'll answer your question to the best of our ability, no matter how silly or stupid or serious. 
Question from Imelda. Hi, Imelda. Is a taco a hot dog? I cannot accuse that of being a stupid question because obviously I would never call any of my viewers' questions stupid because, you know, that's... I, I just said, no matter how stupid, we'll answer it. But I really don't feel... Should I answer it? I don't really... I don't know if I want to answer it, man. Um. Okay. Is a taco a sandwich? What did I say? Is a taco a hot dog? I can't even remember the question. These questions are so stupid to me. I just... I can't... They all mumble together. Is a taco a hot dog? Absolutely not. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, so absolutely not. Because hear me out. A hot dog is a hot dog because it is comprised of a bun, a U-shaped bun, where you put a wiener. <laughs> you put a wiener in the middle. The source of many sexual innuendos, obviously. We all know it. Wiener in the bun. Mayonnaise, you know, ketchup. Pickles? No, what's it called? Relish, that's what it is. <laughs> Pickles? No. That's like saying tomatoes? No, ketchup. My bad. It, it is a single piece of bun and a wiener. But then some people obviously have the argument of, well, what about a Subway sandwich? Because a Subway sandwich is a single piece of bread with stuff in the middle. Well, it all depends on the contents of what's in the bread. A Subway sandwich, despite it being a U-shaped piece of bread that's connected, is a sandwich because you put sandwich stuff in the middle. You put lettuce, you put ham, you put fucking meatballs. I don't know. Like, you put sandwich. You don't put a giant wiener. That's also not what she said. You don't put a giant wiener in a Subway bun. Because at that point, it would just be a giant hot dog, right? You guys get what I'm saying. A, a hot dog and a sandwich are two completely separate things. And yes, obviously, you can ar you can argue for that. You can argue for both sides. But the argument that a hot dog is a sandwich, or no, what is it? A sandwich is a hot dog? I don't fucking know. The argument that they're the same thing can only go so far because it's just not true. Because it can be debunked by intellectuals such as myself. So yes, um, I got sidetracked. Is a taco a hot dog? Absolutely not. Is a taco a sandwich? No. Hot dog a sandwich? Oh my god, I'm going insane. Imelda, what have you done to me? Okay. I don't even... Oh, God. My brain is fried. Hot dog is not a sandwich. Neither is it a taco. Which would mean, by, by the property... By, by the transitive property, a taco is not a sandwich. End of argument. But is cereal a soup, though? Anyways, I'm gonna shut up. Let's talk life a little bit. Everyone's other favorite segment. Guys, I'm just... At this point, everyone's segment is everyone's favorite. Because all the segments are awesome. Because I'm... I'm not finishing that sentence. Uh, let's talk life a little bit. Obviously, Super Bowl happened uh, last Sunday, Sunday before. I don't even remember. Time is a, is a weird soup at this point. It's all melting together for me. And I had made plans, and they didn't turn out well. Let me tell you. So Friday, I was sitting there uh, with my group at lunch. You know, the, the wide variety of whitewashed Mexicans, wrestling boys, white people, um, and Hot Cheeto Girls, obviously, I only hang out with the best of crowds, and I thought, hey, you know, 
my mom always invites people over, always tells me to invite people over. And she's like, hey, you should get more people in the house. And, you know, the friends that I have shown her, she's absolutely hated because they were idiots. Um, and they had literally zero respect. And, in fact, they ignored her and slammed a door in her face. We don't have to talk about that. But, yeah, that was a bit frustrating. Obviously, she's forgiven them. But she hasn't forgotten, and neither have I. Uh, so that's the that's the impression we have so far, uh, which, or she has so far, of who my friends are. And I was like, hey, these friends are really great. I want to introduce all these friends to her. So I'm really excited for that. So Friday, I have her. she's in my head, and I'm thinking of her saying, hey, you should invite friends over. You should invite friends over. Back in the day in Nogales, I w- we would just take road trips to Las Vegas last minute. Be like, hey, we're going to Las Vegas. And we'd all go to Las Vegas, and it was awesome. And we'd have friends over all the time. Yada, 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 yada. So I'm sitting there. With my group, I'm like, Super Bowl, my house, Sunday, let's do it. Put it in the group chat, made no prior, uh, asked no prior questions to my mother at all, asking if it was okay. I just kind of said it and put it out into the universe. And I was very happy with myself. I'm like, yep, this is, this is how the, this is how the big kids do it. This is how college kids do it. Just Super Bowl, my house, Sunday. Let's go. You bring the chips. You bring the hot dogs. I bring the booze. I, I got asked that. And I was like, if you bring booze into my house, my mother will kill you. I don't really care, but it's fine. Also, also smoking. I, I don't care, but my house sadly is it sadly. My house is a no smoking zone. So just respect that, man. Come on. Get buzzed beforehand. I mean, you just, you just didn't have to be buzzed. I think you'd have a good time without it. Anyways. Super Bowl My House Sunday. Super excited. Talking about it in the group chat. We're ready. Saturday goes by. We're good. Nobody's really said anything. I've asked my mom after I asked all my friends. So she was very happy about that. But Saturday comes. Don't really get a lot of input. Everyone's good. And then the day of the day of Sunday arrives. Oh, and also I had invited uh, another friend of mine. The, the friend that I actually interviewed on the podcast and that ended up showing up. A uh, friend since elementary school that I always invite to these things. But he was going to another friend's house that he hadn't seen in months. So he picked that friend over me. You know what? Whatever. It is what it is. Um, but keep that. Keep Remember that. Keep that in mind. Because I will. <laughs> Sunday comes. I wake up early. I'm ready to introduce all these cool friends to my mom. The really respectful friends that are like absolute homies sadly could not show up because they had their own parties. So I had to just tell my mom, hey, I know these people are shitheads, but there are better ones. Trust me. I was going to like call them and be like, hey, let me introduce you to my mom. So the good ones couldn't show up. One of them could have, but the, the really good ones couldn't. So, you know, it is what it is. But Sunday comes. I'm ready to get the text in being like, all right, what time should I be there? I'm, I'm going to pick up chips. I'm going to pick up soda. What, well, I'm ready to go. Let me know what time. I was going to say 3.30. Super Bowl starts at 4. That's great. Bring soda if you want it because we don't have soda here because we are uh, we're hydro homies. We drink water be, 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 because, yeah, because, I don't know, we're lame. I, I like fucking, it's water. Dude, I hate the people who, like, are find water boring. I'm like, it is, it is, you are made of, you are 97, what is it, 80% boring then? I don't know what the number is. Like, it is just water. Suck it up. Unbelievable. You're telling me you have to add a packet? Dude, if an apocalypse happens, that's just natural selection at that point. Are you telling me you're going to be on your last legs, you're going to be after five days of no water, and then you're going to finally get it and be like, oh, it's Dasani with no strawberry bubble pop gum mega rock sweetener. Uh, and then you're going to perish with the Dasani bottle in your hand. Like, d- disgusting. Unbelievable. Sorry, that was, a, that was a weird side tangent. Anyways, 3.30. And then the texts start coming in. 
one person says that uh, her dad is not letting her go. Another person says that his mom hasn't said anything. So that probably means no, because, you know, parents are like that. Another person says that his aunt flew in from New York and that his brother is not letting him go. And another person who I had so much hope in, he has his license and everything. He can just drive himself here. Isn't that awesome? He was, he picked up soda and everything beforehand. Another person said that he was going to his grandma's because his parents made him spend the Super Bowl with his grandma, which completely understandable. You know, like one, New York is a long trip. Two, parents are strict. Three, you gotta, you gotta cheer on Philly and, and, or Kansas with, you know, with your grandma. Uh, oh, and then another one had a uh, strep throat. So, you know, that was awesome. But, um, yeah, one by one, literally everyone, n- nobody showed up. One by one, they dropped out. One by one, they canceled. Now, is this partially my fault? Because, and then I got, I got called out on it too. Somebody in the group chat was like, you know, if you would ask us a couple weeks in advance, we could have probably made it work. And then I, I told them, I'm like, you are asking way too much of me. A, this this 15 year old boy pulling pulling literally his entire life out of his ass as he goes on. It was probably the fact that I asked them last minute and I asked them on a, on Friday, you know, two days before the Super Bowl and I made plans. Well, because I thought this was going to be easy, you know, I thought people were just going to be able to show up. Uh, sadly, we do not live in that world anymore because according to my how my mom describes it, it was that world. It was hey, we're going to my house after school, and they were like okay, and then they just showed up. But then again, they lived in a much smaller town, so they could kind of just walk. Well, we don't have that luxury. Uh, because a 20-minute car ride, you know, down the freeway to school doesn't really translate well walking. So that is that is wonderful. I can't wait till I get my license. But yeah, one by one, they all uh, dropped out, and that was really wonderful. But turns out, even though we had enough food to feed a family, let me tell you, we had, my mom was making nachos with sour cream and melted cheese and beef and jalapenos, and it was Oh, I'm, I'm acting up thinking about it. I apologize. And like we had jalapeno poppers and wiener and uh, uh, what is it? So wieners. That was no, we didn't have wieners. We did have wieners. But they were never mind. They were hogs in a blanket. That's what it was. Pigs in a blanket. Yeah, it was, it was like the it was wiener wrapped in dough. How many times have I said wiener in the century? That's unnerving. Uh, but we were ready. Enough food to feed a family. Nobody shows up. And then this one friend texts me, the one that I've known since elementary school and the one that decided to go to the other friend's house and was like, hey, my other friend canceled on me. Can I show up? And I was like, well, we have food to feed five people. So to my math, I think we should be good. In fact, I, when I told him that, he was like, I told him we have enough food to feed a family. And he said, that's not enough. And obviously, my friend, this friend, is he's a big dude. He's a 5'10", 230-pound, absolute monster of a center, uh, even though he played 10 seconds in the season. But you know what? It? It's okay. And by the way, I mean center. What? what I mean uh, center in basketball, not football. I mean, he could probably play center in football, too. He's man, it's fucking insane. Let me tell you. The thought of arm wrestling that dude when his arms are literally twice the size of mine is it, it hurts my elbow thinking about it. And I don't think it's a wise decision. But anyways, he showed up just him and we had a great time. And I was in, I was I will admit I was inviting other friends last minute and I was mixing and matching. I'm like, OK, which friend would work out with what friend Would this friend work out with this friend? I was playing like 
connect four but with people in my head and i was like okay would these people work together if i was with this person would they be comfortable to be with this person like you know being mutual friends but you know obviously they were all last minute plans and i figured you know what i'll just be fine with this friend because i adored him anyways and i wanted him to come over for like ages especially for the super bowl because it only happens you know once a year so it, it works out it's fine and it was just me and him and it was a great time we, we obviously talked about it later when we were recording the podcast you know when the software didn't absolutely shit itself but i'm gonna be honest i don't when the halftime show came on it was i'm gonna i'm gonna put this into perspective we're a bunch of teenage boys it was two teenage boys who get obviously are not boring in their reactions and get unreasonably hyped when something nostalgic comes on because it's like this is our one time a year to enjoy something like this so you know why wouldn't we we haven't seen rihanna in what felt like ages so when the Super Bowl halftime intro started and then it cut to just her being right there and just like just stare, her face was just, you know, blah, right there uh, with her with her forehead and everything, everything. Sorry, I wasn't there. That, that came. I didn't mean to say that out loud. It was it was we screamed like little girls and the entire time. Oh, my God. When when work came on, when Diamond came on, when all of her iconic hits came on, even though. Okay, even though it wasn't the best halftime show, you know, it wasn't any, it wasn't Bruno Mars and Beyonce, and what was it, what was the other one, was was it Coldplay, was it Coldplay, or was it Imagine Dragons, it might have been Imagine Dragons, and it wasn't, you know, J-Lo and Shakira, and it wasn't, uh, let me see, what was the, what was the halftime show for Philly and the Philly and New England, I don't remember, it wasn't the greatest halftime show, but that's not going to stop us from enjoying it. Like, honestly, my mom was recording us freaking out and everything. I recorded everything and put it on my story on Instagram. It was it was a really nice moment to share with a friend. Because even though it's not the most enjoyable when you think about it, or you think about, you know, it's a little lamer, actually, in it, than it is in reality, that doesn't mean you should stop enjoying it. And that doesn't mean you should stop yourself from screaming your head off uh, when she starts singing Umbrella and everything. So we had fun. We took what we got. And we had fun with it, and it was great. He was going for Kansas City because he made a bet with somebody for $50. Mind you, uh, he did not have $50, so he made a bet that he could not afford. So he was, like, begging and praying that Kansas City was going to win so he didn't get jumped. But his grandma was going for Philly, and his he told me mid-game. He was like, oh, my grandma texted me. He was like, oh, what'd she say? He goes, "He she said, if Kansas City wins, I'm disowning you. I was like, oh, what a fucking W for grandma. Honestly, I do the same thing. But, you know, it was a great... We talked about the Super Bowl after during the entry, too. It was it was a wonderful Super Bowl, and I don't think I could have asked for a better game. It was just the end that was just so sour. It was just such a bad... It was a, it was a great game, an absolute offensive shootout with big scores and big plays where we absolutely lost our minds at any, you know, 50-yard deep ball or any long run. But it was just... It ended in ref ball. It ended in a bad call, in a weird call by a ref, and it ended in Kansas City doing the most childish thing I've ever seen in a football game. Obviously, they were playing smart. Obviously, they were securing the win, but they need, they were in the end zone. They were going to get the field goal. There's like two minutes left, and they need the ball twice so they could burn the clock and then kick the field goal for the three points. So then the Eagles would have the ball with like eight seconds left. 
and then and then you know obviously that didn't the hail mary didn't work because I don't, I don't I don't know if Jalen Hurts can throw that far. But honestly, I'm not making any accusations because I but of course any accusation towards him is only fuel to the fire. So technically, this is for this is for his success is is what I'm saying. But yeah, no, his grandma his grandma did end up disowning him, or was it vice versa? It might have been vice versa. I don't really remember. I'm very hot in my room. And, uh, so yeah, it was, it was an interesting week. Obviously it's been two weeks since I last posted. So that's entirely my bad musical. I have a lot more to talk about and I'll definitely make sure to jam pack it next entry, but there was uh, musical rehearsals are an absolute full swing. Uh, I did join a mock trial competition and which I apparently conflicts with my rehearsal schedule. Uh, and so I'm either going to get kicked out of the show or kicked out of the mock trial team, or I might get kicked out of both. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but listen, I play a lawyer in the musical, so I'm just saying, I'm I'm not like I'm not saying I could be the I could be any more of a perfect fit for my trial, but like they switched me to opening. They saw me passionately ranting about the case and this injustice, and they were like, "You should do the opening statement. You should do the statement where everybody hears and gets a first impression from the team, uh, for of our trial team. The guy that literally just joined last minute." is going to do the statement that gives the first impression of a comp- at a competition. Honestly, I'm not saying it was the best move, but I'm not saying they're going to be disappointed either. I'm going to give them the old razzle-dazzle. As they, as some of my friends say, I will put my whole sadistic into it. But that is an entirely other story for another time. Uh, my throat still hurts, and a friend of mine told me that I'm just like, I'm, it's because I've been singing with my throat, but it's not my fault that all the good songs are outside of my range. Don't even get me started. On like John Legend and Bruno Mars, that shit is. It, it, when other people are singing, it sounds like I'm hitting the notes. But then when it's just me, it's horrible. Oh God, I can feel I can feel the stabbing in in my in in my in my in my meat hole. Anyways, I have made my entry into Azumar's Diary. I am your lovely, gracious host Ed Batiz, and I will see you all next week when I can once again make no promises. Anyways. I gotta go watch The Last of Us with my family. So, uh, good night, fellas. <laughs>